Hello, everybody, on this snowy two days here in the USA. What's happening out there? Wait for people to come in. Shovel, shovel, shovel. And today, season nine. Episode 11. Hello, Jeff. Hello, Doug. Hello, everybody. You can see me. Hello, Starlene. Everybody getting psyched up for tonight. Good evening, Maureen. The hook Kathy's in the house. Very, very good. Very good. A good... Quick Quest 30 pre-show tonight, Tuesday. Hello, Prom. Curtis, the main man, hello, in the house. Judy, with her new cable and new cable telephone. I hope everything's working out for you. Hello, Professor. Jeff M is ready for tonight. Curtis is ready. The Hook is ready. Maureen is ready. Caroline Anderson is ready. And Caroline, thank you for upgrading in the YouTube membership. Every penny counts. People come, people go. But I can relate to some of the people. It's not for everybody, but I thank you for upgrading. Thank you so much, Caroline. Jeff M, Doug W, in the house, ready for a Tuesday. Judy, no telephone, but cable's good. All righty, no problem. One step at a time, Judy, one step at a time. Lots of snow here and cold returning, so here we go. We got to battle it out. On this quick quest pre-show Tuesday night. I have a good article on uh, Marty Lagina. I'll read a couple of excerpts from um, this guy called uh, Luke Hayes. He's from a program or a newspaper, an article called Ticker. Got to give him credit. Uh, Luke Hayes uh, from the Ticker. And we'll go over a paragraph or two that Marty said. It's in my Facebook group. Well, this is for the YouTube people that don't go to Facebook and for the audio side for me to uh, describe uh, what Marty was asked and what questions and what answers he gave. Hello, Cindy in the house. Of course, I got to start out my live podcast. Thanking my YouTube supporters, the Knights, the Captains, the Marshals, the Senechels. Like I said, I thanked Carol so much for upgrading. I got to thank I, Dead Pirate, for rejoining two days ago. I thank you so much. And also, I want to thank Luke and Jeff and Curtis and Jana and Kelly and Becky and Josh, Annette, Mark, Barbara, Sandollar, 
Todd, Renee T, Roxy Mike, Jazdia, Wayne, and Starlene for their continued support, almost going on one year. Of course, Judy, with her support always, and also for the professor, Daniel Spino, our Quest historian. The value he gives to this group is unmeasurable. I thank you guys so much. And all to the Knights, I thank you also. And for the people trying to upgrade for $2 more a month to $4.99, that helps out tremendously. I thank you so much. Also, I want you to check out uh, every other Sunday, since I don't put links to any groups or any special things going on outside our group, please check out Jake Roberts, The Ghost of Bacon, Facebook or YouTube channel. See his schedule when he's going to be on. Also support Dot to Dot, Michael, and Oak Island Research, Alava, on their YouTube channels. Because those guys are on the ball. Great analyst of Xena's map to put it in real time. Just great uh, theory things that they do. And I'll support them as long as they can. Brian, just keep on rebooting. Everything's good on this end. Everything's good on this end. With this bad weather and storms coming up the East Coast or West Coast, your interwebs will be kind of crazy. So everybody's phone, everybody's internet, fiber or Verizon, it's all different. So I only can tell you from my end that everything's fine on my end because once I go off, then that's it. And sort of when I did a promo, last time I was on, they gave me uh, a promo for two weeks ahead. So they confused me. Pretty good, guys. So I, I had promos for last week, the 11th, and they also gave me promos for the 18th, all last week. So those screenshots I did for next week's upcoming episode, we already saw, but we'll go through them. Uh, another piece of uh, bolt material. Uh, the gentleman that's on with the big white beard, he's a uh, underwater archaeologist. Now figure this. We have Laird and the girls and the rest of them on land for archaeology. Now you remember they have that sonar remote boat that we saw going up and down the bay in front of the island the map the bottom of the bay so obviously the province or them they need a underwater archaeologist so this is what this guy does he's an underwater archaeologist so they can get permits to whatever he does and measures like laird does uh, above ground so they're getting ready to do something to show us something in the bay that the remote sonar machine that we saw in the beginning of the season that was going back and forth mapping the bay so we're moving along now we'll be underwater looking for any kind of clues to get some answers to all these questions you know what i mean guy hello Stu. hello michelle everybody's getting froze yep yep 
Daniel. It was a nippy 65 here. N Daniel, we're all going to move to your house. We're all coming down to Florida. So let me bring up these screenshots. And this is what we'll find out tonight. Get the details on these things tonight. Because me and Judy, from about 8.30 to 11, we'll be going crazy. Also, last week, I didn't talk about Beyond Oak Island. I found it interesting when they were uh, uh, metal detecting on the beach. I also found it interesting uh, about the steamboats. And actually, when Marty and Mady were actually getting things out of the drill. That's like us getting all kinds of things out of our drill bits except for mud and wood, they were getting actual things that they knew a steamboat was at the drill site. I just loved the look on their face, actually pulling something up from a steamboat that they held in their hands when it came up from the drill. Did you guys see that? Hello, BC. How are you? No problem. You're not late. I always get on a little early, 7.15, uh, pre-show. Plus, it's freezing outside and snowing outside, so I'm down in the studio earlier today. And did all my hellos, so you're good. You're good. So we'll keep on following uh, beyond Oak Island. Not as in detail as Oak Island, because that's our baby. But I enjoyed uh, Beyond Oak Island last week and the week before uh, season uh, two. Episode one and two were very interesting, and seeing smiles on Marty and Maddie's face, actually seeing things that's supposed to be there and finding things that's supposed to be there. Not like Oak Island, we have no idea. Somewhat of an idea, but not like this guy. Hey, there's a steamboat in the cornfield, and boom, there it is. There's a steamboat on the side of this river. It moved over 900 feet. There it is. Or it's in the river. There it is. Yep, Matt, Beyond Oak Island, right on after the show tonight here in the USA, 9 p.m. Eastern Time is Oak Island. 10 p.m. Eastern Time is Beyond Oak Island, where uh, Rick, Marty, and Maddie looking at other uh, treasure adventures and trying to help them out as much as they can. Yes, Ashley, I thought it was fantastic. I liked it. All right, now these, this preview... They showed me the same time as episode 10 and 11. So somebody screwed up. So this is, we're going to keep an eye out tonight. They go back into the swamp. Because really, where else have they gone? The swamp, the money pit, and lot four a little bit. And surface finds. And they're saying, and they're revealing secrets tonight. This is for tonight's show. Matt, I don't think it's on uh, the UK. The Canadians get it Sunday night. Not unless you have a VPN like Judy, and she can get the USA servers to show her. And there's this new piece of wood that this uh, underwater archaeologist uh, claims in the war room, it's just a piece of a boat. We'll find out tonight. Find out what's going on. Get the details tonight. 
Nomad on network TV or cable TV it's on. And here's the things that they found that they showed me two weeks ago that I thought was last week's promo. But guys, we got a bonus. This is tonight. This is tonight. So we got a little sneak peek two weeks ahead of time to explain these pieces. Unbelievable, huh, guys? So, like I said, we'll be on tomorrow night at uh, 7.30 well, with Judy. With their synopsis, as long as their phone is all hooked up. And we'll go from there. Dean, I was going to put that in my Facebook group, but I probably get all kinds of unwanted comments, and I'd have to probably delete people out of my group. So I put a no comment underneath the picture, but I have no idea what he's going to pull out of that uh, drill hole when they reached in there. Obviously something that's light because it's floated up to the top or it's stuck to the top. If it was heavy, it wouldn't be on the top. You know what I mean, Dean? Who knows, Daniel, what ship? You would think larger parts of a boat will come up too, yeah. But who knows? We got to keep on watching. Just keep on doing. And here's the uh, underwater archaeologist. He's also shown in a sort of diving suit on the front deck of the war room. And obviously, we got to put all the pieces together with that sonar, remote sonar machine out in the bay. Got hits on. And obviously, he'll do the underwater. And Laird will be doing the land. And whoever they hire else on archaeology. Yup, Jay Gale, they're only three foot deep in the swamp so far. That's what Billy said, yeah. Tammy, maybe some paper or leather? Could be. They say it doesn't stop there. Hello, Becky. Thanks for coming in, Utah's YouTube side. Uh, Scott, Gustavo, how are you? Yeah, Dean, I hate to delete people when they make some kind of off-topic remark, but that's uh, how it goes. Some things I just know I'm asking for trouble and I just don't post it. And Dean's talking about this picture right here. So I'll put it out to chat, live chat. What do you think he's grabbing out of this drill casing? And then what are the moderators? will see if one of you guys got it right on tomorrow's show. Judy will be on with me live tomorrow night at 7.30 doing a synopsis and a recap of tonight's full show, The Curse of Oak Island.
my moderators are just great. I want to thank my moderators, Tammy, Judy, Renee, Michelle, Daniel, Starlene, and Kathy. And to our Quest lifetime contributor, Chris Dona. I want to thank my Quest of Oak Island Facebook group, my YouTube group, my Twitch group. Also, we're live on Twitter now. And also my anchor post that radio broadcasts all of our live shows, audio-wise, all around the world, and Spotify does our video. I thank you guys so much. No phone calls tonight. All right, let me see, guys. Let me see what you guys are talking about. Let's see who gets it right. All right, here we go. Hold on. You guys are going too fast. Doug W, a wine cork. All right. I'm going out on a limb and say wood, the professor. I love it. Scott says paper. Ashley says a piece of wood they got stuck, maybe. Jan says looks like he's feeling air bubbles coming up the drill hole. Could be. Dean says, what did he grab? I think it's parchment. I think it's got to be something light, guys. What do you think? If it comes up this high and if he's about 100 feet down, if it's heavy, not unless the drill bit itself, grabbed it, and made it come up pressure-wise. But I think it's got to be something light. That's all I can think of. Big Jeff M. says it's parchment. Kathy the Hook is with the professor. More wood. Michelle, wonder we're going to see the big caissons. That'll be at the end of the season, Michelle. We know they did one. A bar of gold will be fantastic, you know what I mean? I like Ken's idea. Maureen Wood. Playground Justice. A diamond ring. What the heck? Ken, you're not on the YouTube side or didn't let... um... StreamYard, use your profile, but I like that. Ken Larson said shredded coconut fiber. Hope so. Peter says a coin could bubble up. Yeah, it all depends on the pressure, uh, Peter. Obviously, when they take the drill out, the pressure should go straight down because it's not spitting out right now. You know what I mean, guys? I thought I got the robot here someplace. Yep, here he is. Robot, coconut fiber. And the professor, he pulls out the holy grail, show is over. Daniel. Bone, who said bone? Ryan Williams said a piece of a bone. 
So we got a lot of ideas out there. Like Ashley says, it could be anything. Anything could happen here. But if the drill is pulled out of the hole, the pressure's done. If that kept on spitting out, that means the pressure was still there. So it's telling me the pressure's done. And I see some kind of ribs of the drill inside this coupler, which can maybe hold something on there. No, Ken. Deborah Polk, thanks for coming in. I don't know which way I'm going, but if I'm thinking something light, it's either coconut fiber or a piece of parchment. If it's anything of value. Otherwise, I'm just thinking oh, a piece of wood. Caroline, maybe a piece of drill broke off there. Yeah. Hello, Elaine. How are you? We're hanging in there. Thanks for coming in. So you got to get ready for tonight. We got the uh, an archaeologist that does underwater uh, treasures to uh, see if there's hot spots on the sonar. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Craig it was his hand. He, wa he was walking over there, but I'm not sure. There could be more. Yep. But we just don't know. We won't know till tonight. We'll see who's right tomorrow when we do the synopsis. But it's just kind of where Linda and Akshu, another Akshu. I'm pretty sure it was Greg's, Dean. That's how we got is him in the promo hurrying over to the drill. And that's it. We don't actually see him bend over with his arm in there. So it could be, it could not be. All right, let me read this little article. It's from uh, this guy by Luke Hezzy, January 14, 2022. And I guess he has a little magazine or whatever up in Travis City, Travis City News and Events, uh, the ticker. He asked Marty, and pretty quickly, Marty, you became one of the biggest players in wind and then solar energy. Marty says, yes, there wasn't many people doing it. We put up Michigan's first two utility-sized wind farms in McBain. And since then, put up at least six across the state. Our, at our peak, we probably had 80 or 90 wind turbines. We installed enough wind-generated electricity to run Travis City. And then we put a lot of solar, but not at the same scale. We supplied Travis City light and power, 
Cherryland and Wolverine and Cloverland in the UP, but we sold all our wind farms. DTE owns most of it. For a time, we were probably the largest Michigan company in wind by far. And now in solar, we are probably the biggest base in Michigan. They are much bigger ones, but they are mostly Michigan utilities or out-of-state companies. So Marty's very conscious about the uh, climate change. And this guy also from the ticker gets credit for this. And he asked Marty, okay, you say it's a global problem. What about China, Marty? We just are never going to force China, Russia, or Indonesia to do anything. But if we develop a technology that they see it's working, they may see it's worth their while and adopt it. The ticker, and this is by uh, Luke Hazi. Let's talk about some of the other business interests. He asked Marty, why a winery? Marty said, well, I'm Italian, and if you don't make wine at some point, they kick you out. (laughs) My grandparents were dirt poor, but they lived well. My grandfather in the UP would import grapes from California and make wine. And I like experiments, and I wanted to make a really good red. You know, we're on the same latitude as Born X, but we don't get the heat because we don't have an ocean. So our goal here is to grow world-class red wines as part science and part art. It takes a long time. The art comes slowly and the science changes. That's about uh, Marty's winery. He also um, helped out the Kinsley lumber yard that was in trouble. And the ticker finally asked, Marty, that little TV show, The Curse of Oak Island, where did that come from? Marty says, we didn't pitch the idea. The guy behind it all, Kevin Burns, knew about the Oak Island somehow, and my brother had seen, had been fascinated it, by it forever. We already started our own efforts there, and Kevin came to Traverse City. We did not want to do the show initially, but he convinced us, mainly my brother. But Rick, you were interested in this as a little boy, and it helped you. So what about other boys It could help? I do love that it's family-orientated and something that can encourage young people to do something other than video games. I said, we'll do it. If we wouldn't look stupid, and despite our best efforts, we haven't. They also asked, and I always get these questions, the ticker asked Marty, and how is the show lucrative? for you. Marty says, as I told you guys, Marty said this, and listen tight. We initially, we paid for it all, like I told you. But now they pay us the money. So yes, there's money in it. But we wouldn't do it just for the money. It's something we shared as boys and is very intruding. Something really odd happened there and there's so many possibilities. So there you go. The show now is on its own. 
doing great, making money, and a lifelong dream. How can you get any better than that? Yep, Ken. Yep. I mean, how can you beat that, guys? He gives you the details. I mean, they don't talk a lot about money. But uh, I always knew it was all his money up front in the beginning. Then when it took off, the show was paying for itself. Fan. Fantastic, what it's doing up there. Then once this COVID gets settled down, get those tours back in, get that Tony Sampson boat full. You guys, make sure you tell them Johnny sent you. Bring your mugs up there to get signed. If you've got the Quest of Oak Island uh, membership mugs, bring them with you up there, have them sign it for you. That's what they used to do when I used to have uh, people that bought the mugs. They went on the tour, they had them signed. And they know all about me. They know all about me. So be careful on tonight what it's showing. Keep your eyes out on what's going on. And then finally, for next week, Season 9, Episode 12, they're calling it the Silver Liner. We haven't heard much about the silver angle, you know, guys? And it gave us a little description. The team investigates a theory. Now, who had the theory about silver and gold, I was thinking? The team investigates a theory that could explain the silver and gold detected earlier in the money pit while setting the stage for the biggest dig they ever attempted in order to solve the Oak Island mystery. So now I'm looking and I'm thinking, guys, help me out here. The team investigates a theory. Now, you guys saw all the theorists up to this point like I did. Which would explain the silver and gold detected earlier in the money pit? Are you up, Judy? Yep, Ashley, everybody would love to go on the tour. But for the next week, the silver liner, what theorists had the explanation of the silver and the gold detected in the money pit? I know Dr. Spooner, you know, he found the materials uh, in the water, but what theorists had it? Linda says, Zena, the silver and the gold detected in the money pit, a theorist. Could be. Yep. Theory one, the gold and silver is lightly dissolving. But I couldn't put together a theorist that said and explain about the gold and the silver detected in the money pit yet. Yup, Ken. Ken says there's a natural gold and silver in the soil. But Dr. Spooner said no. 
he said it's not natural there on the amounts he was getting on his mineral deposit machine. And that was the first question. Is this silver natural? Is this gold natural? So there's so much gold around uh, Oak Island coming out of Gold River. And if under the islands like a sieve, you would suspect that gold has been traveling around Oak Island for centuries. Yeah, actually, that's the only one I can think of. But his theory was it was just deteriorating and leaving a aftermath of measurements in his water samples. Yeah, I was trying to think of somebody else earlier that said about the gold and the uh, silver. Yup, Dean Zena rapidly exposed new theories, yep. She felt the Templars buried their gold and silver on the island, yep, Zena, yep. Scotty did say a Billy truckload, yep. Yep, Billy's dump truck full and a war room full of silver to give off those measurements. Lordy 40, oh 040 Lordy. That's a big pile. Yep. Question, does anyone know if the paper ink on Zena's map was ever dated? Jan, as far as I know, it's a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy, recopy, copy, copy. So I don't know if you get anywhere on getting the date of the paper or the date of the ink on it. Or if it's 50% correct, 100% correct, to believe or not to believe. So I say the value of the age of the paper and the age of the ink is a no-no. We wouldn't get anywhere. Now, where it came from, that's a different story, Jane. You know what I mean? You understand what I'm saying? No, I haven't, Professor. Linda, it's from the 1400s, 13, 1375 or something. I'm not sure. Yup, Ken. Yup, Robert. My theory has always been British 1762 Freemason Royal Navy plunder from Havana. I hope we find out something, Robot. I hope we find out something. Just keep uh, an eye out tonight and the rest of the season. We support them to the end. Just welcome for the ride. What a ride it's been. Yeah, Ken, and I'm saying about if it was just natural, these measurements, 
And he was asked that a couple of times, Dr. Spooner, and it's just the measurements he's getting is not natural. That's what was confusing to a lot of people. All seawater has gold in it. All this has gold in it. All uh, this part and that part has silver and whatever, minerals, regular minerals. But Dr. Spooner saying his measurements show a large amount of quality that would not be natural in this area. And that's where we're going on, Spooner Silver. You know what I mean? So it keeps on building. So at least next week, of course, whatever they show, next week, whatever, I'll uh, screenshot it. And we'll talk about it tonight. And then uh, get hyped for tonight. And Judy will have the details tomorrow. Piece by piece details by Judy from Canada on her synopsis. And we can pull it apart piece by piece tomorrow night at 7.30, Wednesday recap show. The up, Starling. You said the numbers are just too high. And that's what we're going by. That was the big hook. That was the big hook. So we'll wait. We'll see what they give us. You know what I mean? But uh, I had to read part of that article, and that's credit to uh, Luke Hazi uh, from the ticker out of Travis City News and Events. He gets all the credit for that interview he had with Marty. It's posted uh, all the way around. If you go to uh, my Facebook group and join, because it's a private group, it's posted there for you to read. To get some insights of how he works. And now he's getting into that beyond Oak Island and probably investing in some things he finds that will be lucrative. Uh, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. And you just find a lot of insights. And then also, then they say, well, if Marty says something about himself and does this and does that, how come Rick is so private? Well, that's his life. That's what he wants. I'm pretty sure if he wanted to be an open book, he would have told us by now. I mean, he's an ex-postal employee. He retired from the Postal Service. And he's on a dream, his lifelong dream of doing this all his life. What else can you ask for? You know what I mean? It's just fantastic. It's just fantastic to be on a ride like that. A lot of people in life don't get the opportunity to do that. Or if your brother's financially able to do something like this, sir, and share this with your lifelong dream, oh, my lordy 40. But you got to be thankful of what you got today and just go from there. That's why they're on TV. That's why they're famous. And that's why I'm in the cellar, in the studio, with you guys, all 71,000 of you. And actually, yeah, they're two different personalities. Yep. Yep. But I'm just saying, people say this. When I, you post, I know this, I've been posting things for six years. When they post an interview with Marty, 
the minute they post things about Marty and Marty says this and that and this and that, they want to know what about Rick. Right off the bat, what about Rick? Why doesn't Rick say this? What is, where does Rick live? What does he do? How's, what's he doing in the offseason? Why, why, why? It's normal. But if he wants his privacy, he has it from me. And if you get friend requests from any team member on TV, not unless you know them personally and have their cell number, just delete. There's a lot of hackers out there. There's a lot of spammers out there that once they get you, somehow they get you to uh, open up about your personal life and they try to hack you. So please be safe out there. Please get the two-factor authorization like I do. I go to Facebook. I go to YouTube. I go to Twitter. I go to Twitch. I have a password that's hard. Plus, they send a code to my cell phone to put in. If I don't put that code in on my cell number, I don't get in. You know, even though I got 71,000 people and I'm online and showing everybody the world, you know, I have to be extra safe. But I'm saying this time in this world, everybody should be as safe as me, period. Because everybody does their banking online. Everybody does everything online. I don't do anything mobile video-wise. This is all through my studio laptop, uh, my laptop that has security issues on it. That it's all double security, triple security. So I wish you guys on your phones have the same thing for protection. So like I said, Judy will be on tomorrow night with me, 7.30. Uh, anything you guys want to discuss? Because that's about all I got for tonight pre-show. Because they actually gave us uh, the promo two weeks ago. And we know the new guy. He's an underwater archaeologist for the underwater stuff. So maybe they got a hit. Maybe they found something in the bay. Who the heck knows? They're finding things in the swamp. Well, it had to go through the bay to get to the swamp before the road was there. You know what I mean, guys? It had to go through the bay, through the ocean, through the bay, to dump in the swamp with no road. So now we got an archaeologist underwater. We got the archaeologist on the island. All bases are covered. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you, Michelle. So like I said, we'll go into it tomorrow night. Just get hyped for tonight. Watch the things I posted. Keep an eye out. Because one little thing can turn the whole thing around. Yep, Daniel. The underwater archaeology is very intruding. I think there's some answers down there. Yeah, whatever that sonar remote machine was doing. Is unbelievable. Let's find something. And uh, we'll just go from there. We only can go from what the show shows us, guys. I mean, I don't get no inside information or anything. Whatever you see, that's what I see. We just pull it apart piece by piece. Or try to make something more understandable and slow everything down. You know what I mean? Okay, Scott, we'll see you tomorrow night. 
And don't forget, guys, we also have a Discord channel. That's for the paid members on YouTube. Once in a while, we put it on uh, free on the Quest of Oak Island Facebook page. We have a lot of fun over there on Discord. We put up pictures of what we're making, what we're eating. Sometimes they put a video on there of uh, the Curse of Oak Island promos. Uh, it's a Quest of Oak Island Discord channel. You have to email me if you're a paid member on uh, Quest of Oak Island at AOL.com because I have to send you an invite link. Only once a month or so, I would post it for a free four-hour session for my members on Quest of Oak Island. We have a blast over there. I mean, we posted all kinds of goofy pictures, you know, the snow, the food we're eating, the games that are played, football, hockey, volleyball, whatever. I love it over there on Discord. So that's about it for tonight. Like I said, we'll see you tomorrow night at 7.30. Me and Judy on the recap. I thank you so much for joining me tonight. But remember, members, what do I say? Always go forward. You may get a setback, but just believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams. Just go for it, guys. Go for it. Never give up. Never. You keep smiling. You be kind. For tomorrow's a never given. Never. So you guys, please, stay strong, stay positive, stay safe with this crazy COVID Thank you for joining me. See you tomorrow night at 7.30 with Judy. You guys are the best all the time and every night. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you. Take care. And bye-bye now. Bye-bye.